Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 166. I am Sean, and joined with me in studio, we have Tony Katz. Hello, hello. And not on the road, and in his home, off-road Andy. How are you guys all looking these days? It's been so long. Uh, I've been actually honestly letting my uh, all my facial hair grow. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I still have this strong, amazing mustache, but... Uh, I've just let everything else go right now, and I'm just going to kind of let it flow until, uh, I mean, it's not like it's amazing, but it, it comes in decent, but uh, I'm just going to do that until I'm allowed back into a bar, and then I'll trim it all up, and then just have the stash even impress my own self there when I go. get back out into public. To, it will uh, been of, yeah, it will have been too long for some people. They're not yeah, gonna, and I think when I, when it looks even more standout-ish to me, I think that'll just then end up giving me all this newfound confidence to get back out there and get the ball rolling in public, you know, with great pickup lines and spending more money than I should. Yeah. When I think uh, it's a fresh start for all of, all of us when oh, everything yeah. opens up, like no, oh, one, yeah. no one cares. No one cares what happened before. Oh, people are going to love people. People are going to see people that they used to hate seeing and just be like, God damn, it's good to see that face of yours and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's, we don't know. We don't know how it's going to go, but <laughs> we don't know. It's exciting. But, uh, speaking of all that stuff, I guess we have some, some updates, some coronavirus. Yeah, updates. so a couple of things. Uh, first, uh, this number is, it does seem like it is slowing. We're at one point, call it 2 million cases, 1.98 right now. Um, so another 20,000 and we'll be at 2 million. Uh, but what's good is uh, this uh, coronavirus tracker through Johns Hopkins website now has a private tab just for the United States. So you can look at, and then it's loading right now. We have just under 25,000 deaths, 40, call it 44,000 recovered, and 601,000 cases. Now, uh, 568,000 of those cases are in New York. Um, everywhere else doesn't seem to have any. Uh, that's actually not true, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's insane. New York, New Jersey, all of those places are just on fire uh, with virus. Well, I believe New York City is now um, like almost two percent um, of its population has been confirmed to have it. Yeah, so that's confirmed. That's not who might have had it. So they might have already reached like twenty percent of New York City has had it, which is kind of like a good a good sign for them in that it's when it's easier to open back up. There's not much as much uh, spread when you have more people have it. So yeah, and so there's twenty five thousand confirmed cases in California. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it really doesn't seem like it's, it seems like this, you know, stay at home thing is, uh, is doing what it's supposed to. So that's, that's good. Um, one thing I wanted to get into is the, the stimulus checks have either of you guys seen a, a little boost to your bank account? Uh, not for me, but also I am a fool and mine will be getting mailed. To oh, me. wow. Well, <clears> you're going to get it, uh, never because Trump is canceling the post office. So good luck with that. Is that true? Uh, you, you hear talks of him saying he doesn't want the United States postal work office to be a thing anymore, but well, they can't just not send me my, I know I'm kidding there. You'll get it. It'll just be so I, slower. I, I forgot to change it during my tax season and I ended up, my dad has direct deposit and we filed ours at the same time. We go to my uncle. And, uh, he got his 
direct deposit and mine ended up coming like five days or so after his so it wasn't too far behind but so i mean i when, definitely no, they said the checks year. won't be even mailed till like may is that true yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there is there's supposed to be a thing coming i believe out live at the end of this week so maybe by friday certainly by like monday or tuesday of next week where you can track it and also i think on there as well you can plug in you know a, a direct deposit code so that they, because I don't even think be, they've begun to mail anything yet. Okay, then when that happens, then keep me updated with that. Then since we are in the same house, and I will yeah. get it set up. I tune into the pod next week. I'll have an answer. All right, All right. <laughs> I'll tell you firsthand though, Tony. Uh, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anything, Andy. Uh, I assume you haven't either. I mean, I think they've only been plugging these things out for a couple of days now. So I think tomorrow is when most of them are going to really start going. So Ooh, we'll know exciting. then. Uh, yeah. Uh, Listener of the pod, uh, shoot us a you know a, a account balance or you know showing that you got it if you did. And, uh, let us know because I don't know anyone who's gotten one. I mean, I haven't really asked anybody, but uh, they're going through. I, I assume it's all just you know like Deep South and Nowheresville that's getting them so far. Because oh, do they even have banks there? I don't know. I mean, that's the problem is paying. I, I did know. see like some some people were getting them. I don't know if it was real or not, but there was some like uh, on Twitter some screenshot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good joke I liked. It was like people showing their like the screenshot of their bank activity with like showing the deposit. Oh yeah, one, one person put up the one that was like three hundred dollars Pornhub like right underneath <laughs> it. Oh wow! <laughs> I was like uh, yeah, I saw good a joke. couple of those were pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, keep up, uh, keep updated on that, and we'll let you know next week where, if and when that site's out too, um, so that you can track your stimulus payment as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, coronavirus, it's, it's everywhere. So let's well, just this move. week. Oh, I don't want to move on. Is, he doesn't want to move on. Uh, this week was actually like good in that it was stable, like, and especially because this was supposed to be one of the worst weeks, right? Yeah, we had basically. 30,000 new cases and uh, 1,500 deaths basically for like a whole week straight, which is bad. Like it sounds bad, but like it was didn't grow. We had been growing. Let's say like last time we did this would have been the the 7th. So on that day, we had 19,000 or 1,900 deaths. The week before that, on March 1st, we only had we had 1,000. So it doubled. But today, again, we only had 2,000 deaths. So, like, the number of deaths per day isn't growing, but it's it's leveled off, which is a good sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But and also, he, like, our areas, Southern California, especially Orange County, where we're all at, has done pretty well throughout all this, too. I saw something yesterday that said, like, Orange County only had, like, it was at, like, the last week, it was, like, I would see it anywhere between, like, 55 to 90 new cases a day, typically. And then yesterday, I saw that there was only, like, or on Monday, only nine new cases. Yeah, and today was like 20 or something. It's Yes, I mean, it's slowing. So there, there's a good and good. bad. Good and bad of this is that it seems like we've been successful at slowing it down. But slowing it down doesn't actually help us open everything up again. Because it just means there's still 99% of the people can be infected, our potential. So if you just open up again, it would just become like New York City already is. So there's like... How long can we actually do this? Mm-hmm. It it would to me, it'd be better if we had more cases. If we were like New York City, where we can say, "Hey, ten percent of the people have already had it," so 
it's not going to spread as quickly when we do. And again, there's not, it's not just like a binary, like we're either open or closed and there's different levels of it. I mean, I think I've said, I don't think restaurants are going to be open to like sit down in for quite a while. Yeah. Well, I saw, sorry. Like I know with like the, I saw something today with like with California talking about like if they, they're going to be like kind of testing things out. And if they did, uh, like in the near future, if they did reopen restaurants, what they're going to do is have somebody like basically before you get seated, check your temperature type thing. And then, uh, and then that way it's like, okay, like, but then again, it's like, you could, you could have this and not even, and never show a symptom. So, I mean, that's, what's kind of like, you know, there's people out there that literally have it and never get a fever, never get a cough, never get nothing. They can be carriers. And then it's for like that week or two or whatever it is. So I think that's kind of what's also. But there's still ways of getting like, they say like the growth rate, if you did nothing would be like each person would infect three people. And if what we're doing now, we're actually getting each person infects less than one person. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't actually spread. Yeah. Um, But like if we got somewhere where each person infects 1.2 people, that's better than infecting three people. So it's like, there's different levels of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, we're, this can't last until the vaccine. They no, keep yeah. saying like, "Well, we have no idea." Eighteen. No, months definitely not. Yeah, and yeah. Gavin Newsom said that they need like six things, you know, checked off the list before they can open up, you know, pieces of California. I don't think he said. At least the article I saw didn't have those six things, but uh, it's alongside Washington and Oregon. Yeah, I did. So. I did see it, but it is yeah, like that. We have the ability to track it and like clear people and all that stuff so we just aren't there yeah it seems frustrating it's been it's been a month since i'd say this has been super serious yeah i mean i think uh, the nba ended you could say st patrick's day was pretty much the end i mean but even at st patrick's day we already knew like this was happening so i mean you could almost say like that weekend before like somewhere around like march 15th 14th 15th i would say is when it was really kind of like and then but i think the real point of it was march 11th when the nba season came to a halt and then obviously hockey and then college basketball the next day and stuff like that so and it's crazy because it's like you know all of it was going to be like oh i think they're going to play with no fans i mean we even talked on the podcast like oh the sharks are going to play with no fans the warriors are going to play with no fans the college basketball tournament is probably going to have no fans and then it just quickly went to like nope it's all done (laughs) it's unbelievable uh i was watching um a recorded television show and it had like the commercials from like Christmas. And I'm like, these silly people did not know what was happening. They're all happy with their families. Yeah. And you can see that now for even each other. It's like, just oh. regular commercials where the ones that have, you know, updated their commercials and the ones that haven't, yeah. uh, you know, it's like all the car commercials, like we'll give you a goddamn car. Just please <laughs> come on. We'll pay for it for a year. And then the other one's like, well, come on down. And, uh, you know, Try out this couch. It's like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. I'm not going to the uh, raw stress for less anytime soon. Yeah. So I don't care how <laughs> cheap the pants are. Yeah. yeah. You buy one thing a year. That's what you're allowed. And uh, it's not going to be a pant. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is that enough for uh, coronavirus? Yeah. I think so. Okay. That was a good update. All right. Well, we have a uh, story from Tony here. Yeah. So, uh, just a, uh, little fun story that my mom, uh, told me the, uh, when I was on the phone with her a couple days ago, but, uh, so my aunt lives in, uh, Delaware 
and she's a very active person. So she's, you know, still, you know, she'll go on like hikes and stuff, but like out there, it's like, you don't really hike through trails. You like hike through the woods. And I remember even as a kid, like hiking through those woods when I was like eight years old with my cousin, who was only like nine trying to look for like a candle flag, which I think I've told that story before on here. But, uh, so anyway, so my aunt was went through the woods. I think this was like last Sunday and, uh, a few days later, like, I think it was about Thursday. So it was about like four days later or so she's sitting at the table with her, uh, husband and, uh, my two cousins. And all of a sudden she like kind of notices something at the back of her arm, like kind of like armpit area and tells her husband and stuff to take a look at it. So her and my cousin, him and my cousin are looking at it and they start saying like, Oh, it looks like it has like nodules and stuff or something like that. So of course, then they start like Googling things. And of course, like anytime you Google symptoms of something, it automatically just tells you like, Oh, you're basically dead in six minutes. You know, like you had a good run type thing. So of course it's saying like, Oh, it could be skin cancer. could be this, that. So she's of course starts like freaking out a little bit. Cause it's like, you know, what is this? So then my cousin goes and gets uh, she tells him to go get a magnifying glass. So he goes, he gets a magnifying glass and he gets a closer look at it. And then all of a sudden he just, according to my aunt, her, I guess my mom said her words to her were, he started saying words that no mother should hear. And she starts, he starts saying like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And then he just goes like, it has legs. So sure enough, it ended up being a tick had gotten into her and, uh, you know, they eventually got like put alcohol on it and whatnot and got tweezers and got it out. But it was one of those situations where she didn't want to go to the doctor right now because obviously with everything going on, you know, you're trying to avoid places like that. So, uh, but I guess it could turn into Lyme disease, they say. So I guess she's like taking a look at it and stuff, but whatnot. But it was just kind of like a crazy story of like, you know, what can happen in those woods out there, especially in the East Coast. You get all sorts of weird shit roaming around. But it was kind of crazy because it's like, you know, you're thinking you got, you see something on you and it's been there for a few days and you're like, what is that? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's got legs. Kind of creepy to think though that it was just kicking it in there for like four days. I had a tick on my ear when I was a little kid, like the back of my ear. Because mm-hmm. you, you, when you're a kid, you play in bushes and shit. And yeah. I think they had to just take a, some tweezers and just squeeze the shit out of it. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound fun. Yeah, they're they're bad, and like Lyme disease sucks. Like it, it's still unknown like how it works. Yeah, There's like different symptoms. There are people who can never eat meat again. Oh wow, like, that would suck. It's like that's a that's a thing. That's like, got to so be. It just makes people uh, sick in different ways. That's how you become a vegan. Yeah, I think even like <laughs> off topic, I think even like Justin Bieber has like Lyme disease or had Lyme yeah. disease. And it's like it, it you is. You don't crazy. get rid of it. Yeah, no, I'm sure it. you don't. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just t- fun t- little are scary. story. And if you're yeah. if you're in an area where there are ticks, you should always wear like long pants. Yeah, I cover your ears. Love to find little places. Again, mm-hmm. what's a tick for? I don't know. I think it's just really good at surviving. It sucks blood and shit. It's like, that's goddamn vampire. We don't yeah. need any of those because, well, Andy, could a tick what? theoretically start Jurassic Park <laughs> instead of um, a mosquito? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they uh, have been encased in amber. Well, you never know. They move slow, don't they? We don't know. We don't know. We do. They, they move. Burst. They can't fly for one. So a mosquito. I think is- they do fly, right? Mm, I don't know, actually. I don't think a, a tick flies. I think they could jump, like a flea, but not to that extent. I don't. I don't quite know. Who knows? But uh, I mean, I understand we're keeping mosquitoes around for Jurassic Park. Maybe we're doing the same with fleas. 
Do you have a way of like genociding an entire species of yeah, Terminex animal? Terminex. You don't know where they are going to be, and then they'll just evolve into something different. Eh, and figure it out. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to uh, some stuff. Still has to go on, and even if it's done weird, I mean, we're doing the pod a different way. But I mean, this isn't weird. It still sounds pretty uh, kick ass. I think. Uh, but SNL is doing. Uh, I don't know how many more they're going to do, if there was a one-time thing or what, but they just did an SNL at home with, I guess you would call him the host, Tom Hanks from his house, all of the cast members from their houses and a musical guest from his house, Chris Martin. But uh, he also, which was cool for me, he played a Bob Dylan song instead of any of his own. And he only did one song. Um, Chris Martin making the rounds. He was just in uh, Curb. Yeah, yeah, and I saw he did a live concert thing when this first started from his house, uh, like on Instagram or something, and people were writing in like live saying, "Hey, play this, play this, play this," and he was, you know, doing a little dive into you know the meaning of this song or what they're going through at the time. It was really cool. I like Chris Martin and Coldplay, uh, but yeah, did uh, either of you guys watch this SNL at home? I did not. I uh, watched some of the stuff on YouTube. That's, what, that's what's nice about SNL is it's just uh, clips, mostly yeah. on YouTube and you know don't skip the ads because they need the money. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, actually, surprisingly enough, there weren't that many commercials on the thing. I watched it uh, at lunch there's today. Less, there's less commercials. Yeah, that's like, true. People can't sell stuff as much, so I think um, like podcast ads are almost great because they're almost always like, "We'll mail this shit. We'll mail you meat and stuff yeah. like that." We'll mail your clothes. Com. It just it's yeah, it's all like mail stuff. Um use this promo code and we'll mail you a box of pills that you don't know if they work or not. Um but like regular TV stuff, like you said, you're not going to Ross. You know who's really up to their advertising is uh the guy from Minnesota, the pillow king or whatever they call him. My pillow. Yeah, he was that was uh, the guy that Trump put on TV. Yeah, he turned one of his factories into uh, res- or, uh, masks only type of thing. Yeah. But I'm seeing it in Costco. I'm seeing the commercials everywhere. I don't think I'd ever heard of this thing. Um, but yeah, so back to SNL. Uh, you know, some of those were reaching. I understand it. It's got to be pretty tough. I mean, no camera crews in there or anything like literally, you know, uh, Pete Davidson did a song making fun of Drake, and he said it was recorded by his mom. Um, that one actually looked really good. I mean, that's the thing is, well, you can still send it good. to an editor. No, but I'm saying like iPhones are actually really good. Like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Film it, and if you if you use a different audio source than trying to capture it from the iPhone, you can actually make good stuff. And these things shooting uh, 4K. I know. Um, Soderbergh's been using it like exclusively. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, different, and it's just it's interesting to see how this is affecting literally everything, um, down to you know a TV show that airs in front of a live studio audience religiously every year, multiple I don't know how many episodes they do a year twenty or something. So Tom Hanks was in his kitchen doing his little monologue, and he, he's uh, got a buzz cut. I guess it was yeah. for that movie. He, he was bald pretty good but yeah i don't know it's okay i guess if you really needed to watch stuff i guess well, a lot of the stuff is now right i think it does show a lot of this stuff 
doesn't we do too much like from like workspaces and like how much are they spending on the actual studio and in 30 rock and all that stuff which they'll obviously go back to that but some of it is awkward though if you've watched um a lot of the late night shows no i haven't seen any of them so uh, i didn't watch the weekend update segment on this but like they're just those are like kitchen or their couches yeah so those things are always like you know hold for applause hold for laughter they pumped in those on zoom they did. They okay, had the so, rest of the cast listening on Zoom. Because I was watching. I watched the the day it like all happened. I, Seth Meyers was at his studio, but he's like, "We sent everyone home, but I'm still going to do the stuff we have written." And he was just in like a casual shirt. <laughs> and I remember he did it, and he had all these lines that like, "Okay, well now's the time oh, where the audience the laughter." And there was nothing there, and it was like that was still a good joke, but it doesn't seem as good. <laughs> Because no one's laughing and it's like, yeah, I mean, you just grow so accustomed to hearing like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to laugh now. Yeah. And it's like, uh, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Well, it's the same thing. Do you remember, oh, Three's Company or All in the Family, like an old sitcom where like, I think it was the Mr. Furley in Three's Company. He would always say something because he thought that uh, John Ritter was gay, right? Because he wasn't allowed to live with women. Yeah. And he would say something to the tune of him being gay. And then he'd kind of stop and make a face while the audience would just lose their shit. And it's like, yeah. you go on YouTube and find a laughless playback for that. And it's so weird. Yeah, I've watched one of uh, Big Bang Theory. It's the same thing. It's just like, that's hard to act that way. You have to wait on your lines. It's not natural conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but like most people get trained to do it. Or like every time Kramer would storm in yeah. the door. You think about that. He, time, everyone's no- cheering and wooing for the, you know 10 seconds. And he's just paused, you know, waiting to say his line. It's like, what are you doing? What? Yeah. Speak. It's different. But it is. Yeah, it's just, it's a strange thing. And it it's cool that they're like figuring stuff out. But it's like, it's not, I don't need it. <laughs> Again, I'm not, I'm not in a position where I'm like at home all the time. I, I am, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not like that desperate for stuff that it's like, well, I, yeah, I won't watch another one because I'm still like working full time. And, but like for people who uh, are kind of like, I'm not, I'm at home now. I don't know what to do. It's like, yeah, it's nice that there's a lot of stuff still being done. Yeah. But if I was home and not working also, I wouldn't be spending all of my time just watching Saturday night live at home. You know, like there's so much more like shit I'd rather be doing. But yeah, I guess it's good to content nonetheless. Uh, okay. Andy, you want to talk to us about Animaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> you Are you guys fans? I mean, well, when I was four. <laughs> I, I think that's one of the, the best kids shows of like my childhood. Which one is Animaniacs? It's the one with the three the guys that come out of like the, yeah, the, like the WB Tower or something. Yeah. Not Looney Tunes? No. Looney Tunes are Looney Tunes. Like That's like but Bugs also, Bunny uh, and Daffy Duck. Pinky the Brain was They're Animani, totally insane. <laughs> they were like monkeys or something. I'm not Yeah, really I don't know sure. what they were. They were just Animaniacs. <laughs> that's what they I'm were. Like, uh, we had the, I don't the remember. Scientist guy was like their dad. Oh, uh, yeah. Eh. I mean, I'm, so I'm sure I watched it. It's not ringing a bell. Wow. I mean, so I this, lived this on the like, network, so. This was just on like... WB network. Yeah, I, I'm sure I watched this. Also, it looks like yeah, it's just a rip off of uh, Mickey Mouse. Mm, I don't I'm know looking at three a, little oh, like <laughs> mice or bunnies or whatever they are. One's wearing a beanie, and yeah, they're exploding out of uh, a water tower. All right, 
Well, anyway, Andy, what do you, what what's the update with Animaniacs here? So I saw something that they're they're still going ahead with a revival set to release this fall on Hulu. Oh yeah, which I didn't know was even in the works, and I'm excited because I just there's still stuff you can go watch. They did a lot of uh, like songs that like still hold up. It's like oh, this is good. Like you know, if I had kids, I would watch that with them, and hopefully, I'd make them enjoy it. I did like Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, which isn't that so just a uh, show? Isn't that of Mice and Men? Right? Wasn't one of them really smart, the little one, and then the giant one? Yeah. Idiot. I don't know if that's how it was going for, but... Eh. A yeah. play on it, I guess. Well, good. I'm sure you're excited. Yeah. I wanted to do well. Yeah. Um, speaking of Hulu and Disney, so is Bob Iger back? I saw something about that, that he took back the CEO role, and that seems crazy, but also makes sense, because... The I new mean, guy was the parks guy, and the parks are close. close. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's like and Bob Iger's the TV guy. He jumps ship because he's like, "Fuck, I don't want to have to deal with these assholes in the stock market. Everything's taking a shit. The world is ending. I'm gonna go sit on my boat and quarantine there." And now it's like, okay, everything is closed and over. No one's gonna blame me for this. I'll come back. Yeah, I really wonder what what that means for like, is this a six month thing? Um. It's kind of hard to go back to that other guy and be like, hey. Yeah, he's like, fake out. Yeah, unless he's totally cool with it. I don't know. I'm sure he's he's understanding. I think everyone over there kind of idolizes Iger. So I don't think he's like, God damn it. This is my makes, time. Yeah, it makes sense for the TV guy to stay in because that's a really big challenge for them. Like the parks, they just know the parks are closed. Yeah. There's nothing else we can do. They also build Marvel Land more, but... Yeah, they better have that finished. Uh, I, I mean, if we can be in a park in July, even they better have it done by then. But they, I mean, if we can get into a park that park earlier than that, it better be done. Yeah, that's actually what is interesting with all that because it's like I imagine, you know, being able to dine in a restaurant or whatnot will. Yeah, I think they're going to give us things slowly, and I feel like you know, dining in a restaurant will be come back. I think probably wouldn't be surprised if like uh, even like a couple months before you can go into like a theme park like that, or yeah. unless they're going to be like. I mean, I can't even fathom the thought of them being like, okay, you can have like a hundred people in here today or something like that, because that just seems insane to me. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Exactly. I was thinking more of like who those hundred would be. I read a report like oh, when man. this was all starting to like unfold saying like Disneyland's going to be closed beyond the capacity of 250 people a day. I was like, hell to the yeah. I mean, I could see something like that. I mean, because I feel like they're going to definitely want to reopen and try something, and it's just going to kind of be like... Yeah, but I mean, at that point, you're losing so much money because you still will probably have to employ a majority of your daily people, and 250 yeah. people is not going to pay mean, the bill. How much? I mean, I think they're fine with money. I mean, the taxpayer, or the taxpayer, the shareholders wouldn't probably approve of that. But it'd be awesome if it did, and I was able to get, uh, get in there. Uh-huh. We'll see. Um, well, another thing uh, on Iger and uh, Hulu, and I don't know if we talked about this last week. I don't even know if it happened before we recorded last week, but Parasite is exclusively on Hulu. The best picture of 2019 is available only on Hulu right now. I did see that, yeah. Did you watch it, Andy? I watched it already, so I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> well, I uh, I meant to watch it last week, and... You know, where does the time go? I forgot I didn't yeah. get around to it. 
We're yeah. also busy now. It's, yeah, they're doing good things over there still, which is uh, important. Um, okay, uh, were we off of Animaniacs? Yeah, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> moving past it. All right, let's uh, move over to uh, some theaters that may be going bankrupt. Yeah, AMC Theaters, which is uh, my least favorite of the big theater chains, uh, says they're nearing bankruptcy. So they're they're the largest of the theater chains. It seems weird that they'd be the first to. Uh, what are the, what are the big like theater theater uh, Regal, chains. Regal Edwards, and then uh, Cinemark. So, so Cinemark is that the one? Word Century is that Cinemark, Cinemark is Century? Yeah. Then the yeah. one in like Anaheim Hills is Regal. And yeah, Regal, I thought, is the most expensive. Or is it second to AMC? Because yeah. the block, if you go to a movie at the block, which is an AMC, I'm pretty sure, that's like yeah. $41 a person. Yeah, and you're at the one, block. It's disgusting. Yeah, the block is AMC. And then I know there's one in Fullerton that I used to go to that's AMC. Yeah. I like the AMC people. at uh, Belmont Shore. That one's really nice. And it's 30 bucks for two people to go to the theater. I think that's the thing when you think of like AMC. It's like, what kind of areas are those in? Uh, well, yeah, much usually, yeah, a lot of them are in like Long Beach area things, whereas the other ones are more off by themselves. But I don't know. The one at Triangle Square that's a uh, Regal that's really cheap. Hmm. But it's really uh, old. So are because they, they already were not doing well with their little movie like service where you could become a member, right? Yeah, it was overpriced. It was like twenty five bucks or something, and, and you, you could see like two movies, movies a know. month. And it would roll over if you didn't spend it or something. You get twenty percent off concessions. It's like, are you kidding yeah, the, me? Six one tiny stickers good. is eleven dollars. I twenty percent off of that is not gonna move the needle for me at all. Yeah, it is crazy. Like you, how uh, why do that to us? I mean, if you're already gonna make us pay like sixteen bucks to get in with a ticket, why is all of a sudden Reese's bites fucking thirteen dollars? That's where they make their money. They don't make money off the tickets. That's why. Well, they're well, in a I, shitty deal because how can Century charge, you know, $11 for... I don't know how that works, yeah. The but same here. seat. Oh. And uh, and I'm paying, you know, 36 or whatever, $32 for two people um, at AMC. But well, then also what's annoying is one time I got a deal for like a flatbread pizza, like add to your order for five bucks. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a piece of shit. And it was actually really good. And then the next time I'm in the theater, I didn't get that coupon to uh, flip, pop up again. But I'm in the theater. I was like, hmm, how much is it? It was like $13. You guys really can charge nothing if you want. Yeah, but it's nothing. Like, it's not that much money. It's about the experience, right? Yeah, my experience usually involves going to a liquor store and getting some candy and then smuggling it in and feeling more like a badass, too, you know, because I, I just smuggled a, in some goods. There's a- picture i have somewhere that of me and a friend of ours we snuck in a bottle of wine and i think i, I think she had snuck in the bottle of wine through her back and i think it was like group of like five six of us she I remember snuck, this yeah she had snuck in the bottle of wine through her back and i think i had snuck in like eight cups like through my like pants like in the front <laughs> try to let him know like hey i yeah, know that's all me down there <laughs> that's not eight cups my friend that is all me <laughs> yeah it makes you feel you know like i'm a candy smuggler at the end of the day you know like a drug runner candy runner and we definitely had some good times getting uh getting the fair share of drinking in before the movie theaters i was just thinking of when we saw it which was the day after my birthday i believe that year it's good times <laughs> ran over to a restaurant took a shot after already being at a restaurant what a time well yeah i wonder what's going to happen to mc you know well it's not going to be the full bankruptcy and they're going to have people 
investors, whatever. It's just going to be reorganizing debt. Uh, it's just strange how the economy works. It's, it's a successful company, but I'm sure they have so much debt to, uh, you know, buy the land and buy, build the buildings and all that stuff. There's such an investment that they didn't have. So they're probably, I think they showed they're, they're a, um, they have a positive operating cash flow saying that they actually make more money than they spend, but because they had all this debt to, you know, buy the land and stuff, they're not going to be able to pay off when they have zero revenues right now. Yeah. And I mean, any of these deals that were done, you know, 20 years ago when everyone went to the movies all the time, like, yeah, sure. Money's fine. It's like movies are less and less, uh, you know, busy. I'm saying it's still a successful business. Like as of February, it's just that, uh, you know, you don't. They you might not have to pay your employees because you sent them all home, but you got to pay the loan. You had to pay the mortgage. So Cheesecake Factory is not. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what's going to happen. Is actually they're they're doing this formally so that they can actually get out of some of this stuff. That's the right move. Then get yeah. out of it. So I, I believe it'll be movies will still exist when we get out of this. Um, but they're kind of one of the first big companies to announce that this is probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep an update on that. Um, John Krasinski has uh, recorded three episodes now of Some Good News, SGN is what he's calling it, where he's he's saying he's tired of seeing just nothing but bad news on the news. And so he's, like he's focusing on the good things, the, the little victories, if you will. And uh, have you guys seen any of these episodes? I mean, there's only been three. They're on YouTube. I, I One of them popped up on something that I was going through the other day that I was kind of like briefly looking on, but I didn't really watch it, but I did see him like talk about with like the nurses or something, but I didn't, like I said, didn't pay attention. So yeah, I I watched that one today and uh, that one's actually 18 minutes long. Um, Very good stuff. You know, it shows us funny videos of how people are surviving quarantine, you know, and they've been tweeting him or, or whatever. There was one funny a little like kid who was like four or six or whatever, and like I think it looked like it was England, and he's been conditioned to always say hello to people, but no one's on the streets when he's walking, and so he's just saying hi to no one, <laughs> good day <laughs> and shit like that. It's just funny because he's little, but yeah. uh, and I, I I spoke about this on our sports pod if you uh, were listening to that also today, he had David Ortiz. Uh, on and they surprised a bunch of nurses at a hospital in Boston and uh, surprised them with Red Sox tickets for life, four seats. And uh, obviously, it's not to these specific people, but you know that hospital will. Yeah, anybody gets there, you know, you probably bid for games you want, like it's for any company that exactly. has exactly. And you know, it's funny as he himself, John Krasinski, says he's because he's from Boston mm-hmm. or from. Uh, thereabouts and he was saying for 16 years he's been trying to get season seats he can't do it wow that's impressive then so pretty good um i had actually really quick about fenway park i actually weirdly had a dream and you'll maybe enjoy this had a dream that i uh sat on the green monster at fenway park and i was all afraid in the dream that i was gonna fall off actually did i talk about this last week i don't, I don't know if it was on the pot or not but you told me that i have you heard that at all then andy no, so you were not like in the okay. seats. You were just sitting so, on the wall there. But I think what it was in the dream was that I was at Fenway Park and uh, my seats were on the Green Monster. But for whatever reason, when I was up there, yes, I was on the like the wall part. And I was just up there the whole time thinking like, this is horrifying. Like I remember not enjoying it at all because I was like, what if I fall? It's it. And it's like, 
I don't know. And then I think in the dream I tried to get down and like the only way down was like some ladder behind the stadium. And it was like, it was just a disaster of a dream. So maybe one of these days, if I ever make it out to the East coast again, I can uh, try to fight off those demons. And although I have to imagine it's not easy to get a seat up there, isn't it? Oh, I can't imagine that's, it's probably impossible. That's probably all season tickets where you have to know, like Like if you're Matt Damon's son, maybe I, uh, I was in Boston a few years ago and I was walking around. I had this entirely, uh, the, you know, my sole intentions were to go to a day game there. There was one game while I was there. And so I took a, a cab up that way and uh, looking on StubHub. It was a day game. I don't remember who they're playing. It was one of the last games before uh, playoffs, I want to say. Um, I think like the cheapest seat was like 75 bucks. I was like, I don't want to pay that kind of money to sit by myself and watch this game. So I went to a bar across the street from the place and uh, enjoyed a couple of beers and watched the game there. Yeah, 75 bucks was like the cheapest seat. I, I'm i surprised that there would be more. Yankees well, I mean, are like 500. I guess day game is different. but Yeah, it was a day game on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever it was. And uh, I don't remember the team they were playing. But it was Cal Ripken Jr. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Um, what was funny is... On an NPR podcast, literally the day before I, or the day I got there, I was driving past the park, and uh, they were in there recording, talking to uh, the little guys that sell water and beer and all that shit around the stadium, like talking about how much money they make selling what and what. Uh, like the day before I was there, kind of funny. The illegal street vendors? No, no, no. The people in the in the stands. Oh, I got there. I got popcorn here, huh? You know those guys. So kind of neat, but okay. Shall we move on? Yeah. All right. So a doomed movie, if you will, based on a book from '65. It was a heaping failure. I don't know how long ago the '80s. You tell me, Andy. Well, Dune is gonna get some new blood, some new life, and it's going to be two movies is that true are you serious andy how do i know I that know. you know doom part I'm, one doom part two i mean i know it's a really long long so oh, the director said he's like i won't do this if it has to be one movie he says it's it's two what's, what's it about andy um aliens in in desert planets oh wow. yeah so it's like uh you know stargate or something i don't know Looking at, I'll show you the photo. Um, it's Timothy okay. Chalamet, I believe is his name, and a girl, and they're dressed like they're going to Burning Man meets Star Wars, and uh, makes sense. Yeah, and uh, Oscar Isaac's in here, or as I call him, Oscar Isaac. And there's uh, also a really great action star in it. Looks like his character's name is Duncan Idaho. Oh, who is that? I'm not. I'm not on IMDb on here. Let's see. Uh, Jason Momoa. Oh God damn it, Andy! Yeah, I saw his name on here uh, on this uh, article. This is hard. They have Dave Bautista and Jason Momoa. That's like that's hard to do in the same movie. Yeah, because they're the same person. That's it's gonna be rough. You know, that's but, the movie coming know. to HBO this weekend is uh, Stuber. Yeah. Yeah. So. That stinks. But yeah, so uh, I guess this is the first look at it, if, if, I, if I'm 
accurate on that. And uh, it looks very Star Warsy. Weird. I'm sure it's a huge budget. Oh yeah, it's got to be disgusting. Denny Villanueva is uh, definitely competent. That is how you the say directors. And, yep, he's uh, made a lot of good stuff, and it's still scheduled for like Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, they said that hasn't changed so far, but they're like everyone else move. We got the spot. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll just go straight to streaming for twenty bucks, and then I uh, don't think so. The movie business will never make a movie again. I worry because it has it's. It has Lyme disease with Jason Momoa in it. I mean, he has Lyme disease? No, I'm saying he is Lyme disease. We were talking He's about great. kids earlier, Andy. Is he? How many balls has he had versus how many victories has he had? Mm-hmm. It's also what... got Javier Bardem, so... Okay, well, I'm back on board. I... Maybe his part okay, is sure. short. And but... Stellan Skarsgård, so... Well, it has to have a, a Skarsgård in there at some point. There's like 21 of those guys. Um, it's got multiple Mar- Marvel people. Skarsgård, Batista, Zendaya. She's from Marvel movies. Okay. And she has one name. Like Cher. All right. Well, yeah. So Dune coming uh, before too long. Uh, part one, I guess. I don't know when part two is released. 2030. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they need Timothy Chalamet needs to look like a real man. Yeah, he's got to gain 100 pounds in uh, 12 years on his life. Uh, Okay, well, we have a new little segment that uh, we want to start doing in this quarantine time. Basically, uh, you know, a a movie, like a book club where we tell you what book to read, what movie to watch, and uh, we might do it with you. Before we dive too much into that, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy the dog leash that is quicker and easier and it works with your dog's current collar or harness you guys need to take more walks with your dog you guys are both stuck inside so do that for a limited time tony's take listeners that's you can get 25 percent off and free shipping when you plug in promo code tony that is t-o-n-y all right. I like add, how there's like a little bit of a question mark there. A question, but, uh, don't add the question mark in there. T-O-N-Y. So head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's. And plug in promo code TONY for 25% off and free shipping on the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay. Back to our little segment here. So, yeah, uh, we wanted to do this and you know get the, get the people at home involved. You guys are all bored. So uh, each week we're going to pull a movie from Netflix – because that's the easiest one everyone has, Netflix. Uh, or I think you. we might consider Hulu, because I do have a free pass for that right now. That's oh, great. Okay. But for now, Give Netflix. To the people. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, so and just basically each week we'll tell you which movie, and then through that week, we'll watch it. We hope you'll watch it. And then the following week, we'll kind of break it down, like we do in the what we've been watching part. Uh, but this gets you involved. So the first movie we are recommending is Andy Kill the Messenger, which is rated 77 with the critics and a 69 with the audience. This is starring it's from 2015 and it is starring Jeremy Renner, Ray Liotta and some other people. Yeah. Um, so another part of this is that we're trying to find movies that none of us have seen. 
mm-hmm. which is can be kind of difficult, especially trying to find something that's on Netflix that we all haven't seen that's like passable. Oh, it also has Tim Blake Nelson, which I just watched him in one of my movies that will be in uh, what I've been watching. Yeah, so there's there's a ton of people in this movie. I don't know how big the roles are, but Barry Pepper. We're big fans of his. The Sniper from Saving Pratt Ryan. Michael K. Williams, Omar from The Wire. Love good that. people in this. Robert Patrick, the T-1000. Yeah, goddamn Terminator. So yeah, I mean, it looks like a, a decent one. And yeah, that'll be the thing. So next week we'll kind of break down what we thought of it and uh you guys can play along at home because you're not allowed to leave yeah and then the next week we'll have another another pick for you so very so, exciting again we won't not have seen it so we might say we think it looks good and it can be terrible and we all hate it but yeah, these could be heaping pieces of shit that's that's the risk exactly but it's worth it what do you have to lose two hours yeah <laughs> uh okay well, shall we get into what we've been watching? Yeah, before that, I just have one little one note. Last thing. Okay, it's Let's not hear it. it's not a last thing because we're still going. Uh, uh, if you remember last week, I talked about a Brad Pitt movie called Killing Them Softly, and I said it was I very watched. good. Yeah, um, it is on Netflix. I didn't know if it was on Netflix. It got okay, added so two weeks fall, ago. <laughs> the next day, I walked out and told Tony that I saw it was on Netflix. I was like, "Did Andy say that he'd watched just because it was on Netflix or what?" I think I willed it into Netflix. Yeah, so I watched it and uh, I enjoyed it. It was very uh, snatch esque. It you know a little bit of humor peppered in there, and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, moving around different characters. Yeah, killing them softly. All right, well, uh, I've got four things, and one of them I just added because I realized I said, uh, what's that guy's name? Michael, Tim Blake Nelson. I almost said Michael Clark Duncan. Um, Did you watch The Ballad of Buster Scruggs? No, I, I oh, tried okay. watching that a long time ago, and you recommended it. He's great it, in it. I, I couldn't do it. I think that was the one. Maybe I finished that one. That Did that one have Tom Waits? Yes. Like five different movies? Yeah. Oh, I did finish that one. Yeah, that was fine. But no, this is a different one. Uh, so yeah, I have four things. Uh, one and a half of those, Tony was with me for. Yeah. He had to bow oh. out. Well, no, he missed the first part. Came back late. Oh, no. What are you, how many do you have, Andy? Like 108? Well, I have two movies, and then I have a bunch of shows that are just going to run down. They all fit a theme. Okay. Well, I'll lead us off. With I can do two, the ones that Tony hasn't done, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, because I think I really only have that I can. I'll try to think, but I think I. Yeah, I'll see when it gets to me. Good deal. So, last week it was Good Friday. I watched The Passion of the Christ. I'd never seen that movie, and oh my gosh, wow! Have you guys seen that movie? I assume Andy has. I have not. I've never watched it. And oh, really? Not, Andy's a really it, big religious guy. It doesn't surprise me he hasn't we went seen to the same it. Church it's strange. Forever. Yeah, it's strange that um you can go to a church. My parents my parents never were interested, I guess. It's like we know the story. Yeah, my parents really didn't want to watch it just because I think they knew what it was about. Yeah. Uh, like what what do we need to watch this for? I read this I read the book already. So it, it's I know what happens. <laughs> it's <laughs> I've read the book already. On Amazon. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's uh it's intense. And uh, what was cool, so in our sports pod, actually, we just talked about this guy. 
Uh, he was sitting next to a Royals player at an Angel game we went to a few years back, Jim Caviezel. He was and I would have had in front of us, and I would have had no idea who he was if it wasn't for the fact people started taking photos, and it was kind of like, okay, who is this guy? And then I recognized Mike Sweeney, but then I think it was you or one of you guys was who I was with because I had never seen it. Was like, oh yeah, he played. But when you think it's like, even when he said the name, it's like I don't know it. But then it's like he played Jesus and Passion of the Christ. It's like, okay, that's actually pretty cool then. Yeah. Also, his name is in an SNL digital short. Um, I don't. Is it Dick in a Box? Like I could be a Jim Caviezel. I don't remember that, but I think that's the lyric. Uh, I think it's Dick in a Box. I'm not positive. Uh, but yeah, it was intense. Um, Mel Gibson did a great job. Yeah, I love that. The the only way that movie. Yeah, the only way that movie can be done is intense. Also, Mel Gibson's got a movie out right now on Netflix that's pretty good. Which one's called? Something Bloodline or Bloodfather or something it's like that. It's on my list, yeah. It's on Andy's list. So I was going to recommend it for our, our movie club thing. I actually didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched probably like 60, 70% of it like a couple oh. weeks ago because our roommate had it on, but it was like I was kind of going in and out of the living room and then we were playing cards and then it was like still kind of paying attention to it, but... It had like a 90%. I was like, yeah, oh, no, it was, it was good from what I saw. Like I probably, I, I when I say I saw 60, 70% of it, it was like the last 60, 70% and then like maybe like a little bit in like the first 20 minutes. So, I mean, I definitely saw like enough to understand what happened in the movie. Uh, so the second movie I was going to say really quick before we uh, move on to someone else and then circle back, Angel Has Fallen which I was thumbing through Netflix and I saw that and I was thinking that was the first one. I think he's made like four of these now or three of these. I thought this was the first one, which I think is called White House Down. And I don't even, I'm not speaking on knowing whether these are related or not, but I'd also know the top one called London Has Fallen. What do you want to say, Andy? Okay. White (laughs) House Down was a different movie that had the same premise. Isn't it? And it came out the same year. Who's the person? White House Down was with Shannon Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Oh. It was literally the same premise. Yeah, I actually just saw something, Andy, that uh, literally on like my Facebook, on like an ad the other day that said 15 movies that came out at the same time that had like the same plot. And yeah. I didn't click it, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was on there. But one of the things was uh, Bugs Life and Ants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Those are the exact same movie. Well, this one just came out 2019. So this... This one, yeah, I remember this is where the drones attack old. him on the Blake. Yeah, the uh, the trailer for this looked pretty Who's good. Who's his dad? Mick Nolte or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is his dad. Uh, it had a really good cast on here. Um, Morgan Freeman, of course. Uh, Lance Reddick from The Wire as well. Oh. Tim Blake Nelson. Um, of course, Gerard Butler. And then Jada Pinkett Smith, who I didn't know that was what she is, who she is. Uh, I just see that her... Her name's on here, but uh, mean, you've never. I don't. I married to Will Smith. I don't know what she's in. Really? Oh. What's she in? She in Crash? Collateral. The Matrix. You have me at Collateral, but I, I don't know the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So critics give it a thirty-nine. The audience gives it a ninety-three, and that makes complete <laughs> sense because I can tell this is written. I think Neil Cavuto wrote this movie. Uh, you could just tell it's written by some guy that like doesn't know shit about a lot of stuff. The movie is so predictable. It's entertaining. Um, you know, it's, it's action packed. Gerard Butler is old, uh, but it's so predictable. 
It is. It's it's very goddamn predictable. And also, the people in this movie are so stupid. He's obviously framed, and they're like, "Well, all signs point to you." So, because your hair is in the van, and this that always happens. Yeah, like, are you fucking dumb? Come Someone on. who's like a war hero does something like it must be him. It's like, well, but he was a war hero. Why do we think it's him? Like Mark Wahlberg and Shooter. It's like, come on. Yeah. So obviously he has to, you know, it's like the fugitive where uh, he goes to jail, but he breaks out because this and that happens and he's got to prove his innocence. He's on the run. And, uh, you know, like I said, though, it's entertaining. It's two hours. You're on, you're on quarantine. It's a perfect movie to watch with action. All right, Andy, what do you got? All right. I'm going to go with my first one here. Part of the HBO free movies is blinded by the light. Oh, I watched that. So um, in the past, like, 15 months, there have been, like, a bunch of Indian music movies. Indian Kingdom that, like, 80s, 70s, and 90s music. Yeah, so there was, uh, obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody. There was Rocket Man. Then Yesterday, which is a modern-day movie and not about well, the band in any way, but it was still a Beatles movie. In that's the annoying Britain. thing because it's an Indian kid living in the United Kingdom. Yeah. It's like, come on, are but there this one, other people there? Why this one is there? actually a real life story. This guy is a real person, a real journalist who, and what, what's cool about it is that um, he discovers Bruce Springsteen after, I won't say after his prime, but after he's been popular for many, many years. Like, that was part of the point was like one of the, his friends, like he's old now, like no one cares about him. Um, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. yeah, it's about yeah, the Pakistani kid who, you know, there's racism in England at that point. And, you know, people are mean to him sometimes, but he discovers that Bruce Springsteen sings about some of the issues that he still cares about growing up in 1980s England. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed it because of all those like music, all those movies, I enjoy that music more than any of the other ones. And so I think it might probably harder for other people. They probably will like Yesterday better because they know all those songs where... Probably a lot of people yeah, watch this movie and like well, but yeah. uh, I enjoyed both of them on a similar level where I I would give them seventy five ish range. Yeah, and they're good movies. Uh, I also feel like it was just like a, a studio war where one of those scripts was sitting on someone's desk for a couple of years. And then the other studio finds out, Hey, we're making this movie about an Indian kid with this uh, band. Well, fuck you guys. We're going to make ours, too. Well, I have to think that yesterday was a much bigger production. I mean, it definitely was like this is oh. like an indie movie. Yeah. Um, and yesterday was Danny Boyle. and had OK, so Fox Searchlight meets. Yeah. Versus, uh, you know, um, I don't know. But it was definitely a good story, like because it wasn't just about the music. There was, you know, the real story about, you know, an immigrant trying to fit in with a country. That's always a. uh Makes for good drama, but then you just add the uh, the soundtrack there. Uh, mm-hmm. It was strange that they kind of like they seem to really pull from like only like three albums, but like they're out of place. Where there was like there was even nothing like "Born in the USA" is super popular. They didn't like have any songs on it. They referenced it. They didn't play any songs from that album. I wonder How if there's some "Born in the USA" resonate with him. <laughs> wasn't born in the United States. Well, that's they talk about it in the movie where he says it's all the movies that that song is not about being proud of being American. It's about uh, the factor he's closing, which is like a big part of this movie. <laughs> so, he said, this is, so even though he's American, he's singing about issues that are relevant to me. I so. will say this. I watched it like on a Saturday morning at low volume. Yeah. 
Well, well I, I liked it because I like Bruce Springsteen. Well, I just said I gave it a 75. <laughs> um, so I got a Hulu free trial uh, mostly because there's a lot of FX shows that I wanted to uh, get back into. And that's, you know, they're kind of in one right now with the you know, Disney merger thing. Always Sunny quarantine episode. Yeah. Where Dennis Reynolds is like, if D, if I was feeling sick, I would simply just say, sickness begun. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. So there's, there's, you know, what, 200 episodes of that or something? Something available. like that, yeah. Um, but they, there's a lot of movies on um, Hulu, um, including Booksmart, yeah. which I watched. You guys which know this movie? That? I know of it. I don't, I, uh, refresh me. So um, this is 100% female super bad. Oh, this is Jonah Hill's sister, right? So it's, yeah, Jonah Hill's sister. They're two high school kids. The, the difference here, it's book smart. They're, they're two like Nerds. Uh, smart kids who didn't party in high school rather than being like not invited to parties like Michael Sarah. Um, so just they're ending their senior year and they want to kind of experience a party for once. So they, you know, have to go on an adventure to uh, try to get there and they go to different places on the way. And it's like, wow, they're like hitting the same beats super bad as well. Mm-hmm. It's like it was it was strange, but uh, it's good. It's uh, directed by Olivia Wilde, which is Ooh, strange, but uh, which which is nice because uh, both Will Forte and Jason Stakus are in it. So I'm, yeah, even though I'm like, the dads, yeah, they don't. Uh, this sounds like something I would enjoy if it's got Will Forte and then obviously Jason Sudeikis, but definitely Will Forte. Yeah, Will Forte, it, the dad and uh, Good Boys. Yeah, it's funny. Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> but yeah, weird. Um, Olivia Wilde's married to Jason Sudeikis and yeah. Sudeikis and Will Forte are always in sh- shit together. So good combo. Um, but yeah, a lot of like kid actors and stuff. And it's like, oh, I know that person from something else. Um, the guy from uh, uh, Righteous Gemstones. Which one? The old older son, Danny McBride's older son. Okay, the one that like runs away. Yeah. Comes back. Yeah, yeah he's really good in this yeah. as a... Like the rich kid. He was in Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, he was the doctor's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that guy's been in a lot of stuff. And he's, he's good. So Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen him before in something too, before uh, yeah. Righteous Gemstones. But then you said you had some TV shows, Andy? Or well, Let's go, Tony. Well, and- mine are only going to be with whatever you had. I really didn't. Like, I can't think of much that I watched. Well, let's do those, and then we'll go back to Andy. All right. Because I, I honestly, like, I'm more of just, like, I rerun on TV shows a lot. Like, I started watching The Simpsons a lot again. I watched Throw on Seinfeld. But honestly, also, like, I just draw a blank. Like, I mean, all these days are so blended in together that it's, like, I don't even really think too much. I guess, like, one of the things I was watching was those, like, little, that Sean watched a few with me were these little, like, short BuzzFeed things that are on, like, Amazon of, like, just kind of, like, unsolved mystery type stuff, like, mysterious deaths and stuff. So, it's, like, obviously, I'm into that stuff. So, we watched a little one on like Tupac and then like Biggie. Like they're literally like some of them are literally as short as like four minutes and then like as long as like 30 minutes. Like they're these fun little things. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was like BuzzFeed like mystery thing where it's like these two guys that like probably work for BuzzFeed just kind of cruise around to places and talk about these tales of stuff that has, you know, happened or like mystery deaths, like obviously like famous ones like Amelia Earhart. There's like the Natalie Wood. Like I just said, Biggie and Tupac, and then uh, then like just some fun little random murders of like there was one weird story of a uh, family. <laughs> That's not a great phrase. 
fun <laughs> random murders. <laughs> like there's the one where like this house burns down and like the five kids inside die and stuff, but then it's like no bones were ever like noticed and they kind of like now there's like these conspiracies like that maybe the kids actually were kidnapped before then and then the house was shot was like uh set on fire and it was like I don't know, just weird random shit like that. That's kind of just like, oh, that's weird. Like what did Yeah, happen? those were uh, interesting. Yeah, but then other than that, like like I said, like I mean I threw on some I was like throwing on some Simpsons the other day. I was watching like the Halloween episodes and stuff, which obviously I always enjoy. But I uh a lot of times I end up uh sitting there and just trying to pick something and then can never find anything. But uh Well I got something for you. So what? Okay. I'll, I'll tell you when I get there, but all right. I, I think well, you should yeah. watch it. One of the uh, movie and a half that we watched together was uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, okay, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I watched that full thing with you. Yeah, the other one you watched about half of. Oh, I thought you were going to definitely want to watch this one. Yeah, this one was very funny. I mean, it has Sam Rockwell in it, so come on, we all know how good yeah. he is. Uh, entertaining as hell. Uh, great music throughout there. I love when they throw in. They have German versions of the Beatles, mm-hmm. uh, as well as David Bowie. Yeah, I enjoyed so, this. I completely forgot we watched it. See what I mean? Like it's the days just all go together. I don't you gotta know. log these. Yeah, you gotta write them down, Tony. Cass. A little notepad. Maybe I will. This uh, week. So yeah, that one. I mean, this was nominated for best picture, wasn't it? Seventy nine percent with the critics, ninety four with the uh, audience, and I agree. I it also had uh, the bad dude, who he became a bad dude from uh, Game of Thrones as well as a bad dude in John Wick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very. What are you talking about um, the hell's the his guy name? gets Greyjoy. his dick cut off in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Him, yeah, Greyjoy, Theon Greyjoy. Like a good are we guy. Talking about, am I thinking of the same movie? What Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, yeah, Jojo okay. Rabbit. The, you didn't he, mention her, and I'm like, wait, a big role. In it. His best he, friend is a uh, you know imaginary Hitler. Yeah, yeah. All right, you just didn't mention that part. Oh. Well, yeah, very good. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. We had to rent it. You, you can't find it anywhere. Uh, yeah. But five bucks, six bucks, whatever it is. Yeah, not our account, not us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, I paid back for uh, the second movie, which was, uh, and now that I saw it, the name is so stupid because they're only, or actually, I didn't even know what the name was. So we saw Birds of Prey. Uh, oh, yeah. And the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Okay, I thought it was more about like her gang. Um, I've never even read it because it's too long of a title. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, my one question for you, Andy, is where the hell is Batman in all of this? Um, he retired just like real life Ben Affleck. <laughs> After Justice League, he's like, I'm done with this shit in real life and in the like cinematic universe. So all this comes like really? well off. Batman? That's why Ewan McGregor is trying to like make his move because he's like Batman's not here to fuck me up. Okay, yeah, because I had because I was at first I was like, well, maybe this is before him, but I was like, wait, the Joker's here. Um, and 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 you know, story again, that's the Jared Leto Joker. Joker, so who is a Joker? Uh, like, like the Joker, can the Joker keep like there could be like rep like people that like replicate him, right? Yeah, and that's kind of like the rumor was that the Jared Leto was a fake one, anyways, but. Yeah, like now Joaquin Phoenix is like the real Joker. Like That's a of, different universe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many universes yeah. are we in? Yeah, seven. In, infinite. But yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was very good. Ewan McGregor is just, he is, he's top notch. He's spectacular. Um, it was great. 
I liked it a lot. Yeah, that was one of the ones. Audience and critics. Yeah, that was one of the ones that I only saw the half of, but I I enjoyed what I saw. It was definitely some action. I obviously did. You see the uh, evidence room scene? Did I? What happens? I mean, where she breaks into the police station and there's a big fight. You did. I don't think I did either. Then. Oh well, I think that's the highlight of the movie. Why is that? It's just a great fight scene. Oh, there's a few good fight scenes. I just another, think that one's the best. Another movie on there that I thought Sean was going to talk about was I actually finally I saw it too with oh, him yeah. the other night. But he oh, had yeah, already that came seen, on HBO, right? Yeah. yeah, he had already seen it, but it was my first time seeing it, and I, I think I actually it's a long ass movie, which I know yeah. was like a complaint about it. I think like or some people, but I think they all went to bed with about forty minutes left, and I just wasn't. I stopped like kind of paying attention. I just, I mean, I enjoyed like still like I like enjoy the whole it stuff, but I just it was too long for me i think i mean I, I think horror movies aren't meant to be that long and it was just i don't know i just started losing interest i mean i definitely didn't like it as much as the first one but yeah so i don't really have too much to say about it i mean i know that movie came out about what seven months ago now or so but yeah yeah i mean it's uh it was still i mean i enjoy i like enjoy a lot of those actors and actresses and stuff and then like enjoy the whole story and stuff but it's just hard to focus when it's that long and then all this, so much is going on. But, and that was pretty much all for me. I can't think of anything else. I mean, I had completely forgotten. I even saw Jojo Rabbit. So, I mean, everything just blends together, but I'll make sure this right. week I write stuff down. Or Andy, it sounds like you have something to give me. Yeah, because you do have access to Hulu as well. Yeah, I have access to Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, and Amazon now too. So you want me to get into uh, my Hulu adventures? What? You want me get to get into it? Yeah, I don't know if that will show, but you just got robotic. Yeah. No, oh, wait. you guys have sounded like that most of the time, so it it actually oh, sounds fine. All right. Okay. Be fine. It's just so what? what did you um. So I wanted to get Hulu just mostly for FX because there's some FX shows I never finished, and they're mm-hmm. like not available online anymore. Okay. So, uh, first thing, Always Sunny. I didn't watch the last two episodes of the most recent season. Um, so, I watched that. I like the the last one was with the laser tag episode. The whole place, whole episode oh, takes yeah. place in laser tag. And I loved the ending because it's basically Dennis having this existential crisis about what does all of this matter? Why do we do this? If we're, It's all about winning. And if we're not winning, why do we even do this? And I love it just kind of like a meta, you know, commentary on the show. And of course, it ends with them tricking the kid and killing him in laser tag. And it's like, yeah, they're not going away. They're, they they enjoy doing this. That's, I think that was the the statement there. I agree. Like, they're just like, yeah, we just have we're just having fun. So, um, I also never finished the show. You're the worst, which I've said before is one of my oh, favorites. Favorite. Yeah. One of my favorites. Um, I couldn't like bring myself to watch like the final four episodes for some reasons. Like I didn't want it to end and then it just went away and I was like, I need to do this. And, uh, it was definitely, definitely worth it to pick this back up again. Enjoyed the ending really made sense. It was hard to figure out like, how are they going to end it? And it, it makes sense with the characters and they did a good job with that. And, uh, enjoyed it, it very much. Like that happens when you're like, I don't see how they can end this. And then they do it in such a way that you're like, okay, now I can't yeah. see. Yeah, it's like uh, Breaking Bad. We're like, well, how is this going to work? And it's like, oh, it worked. Um, 
Another one is the show Legion. Weird, like, I don't know, psychedelic type of show that doesn't make sense. It's all in your mind, and it's cool and weird and visually interesting. I don't know how much sense it makes, but I finally finished out season two of that show. Uh, Season three aired last year, and it's over, so I'll need to finish that up. Um, Also, Baskets, Zach Galifianakis' FX show. Uh, Yeah. Which I'd watch season one of and enjoy, but never picked it up again, so I picked up season two. Um, Louis Anderson's amazing in that, playing his mom. And you'd think he'd be played for, like, laughs, so it's a guy playing a woman, but it's actually, like, just really good. Like, he's just really good in that role. Interesting. Um, it's also strange how the show didn't really take off because Zach Galifianakis was, like, for a period, like, so popular. And this is, like, this is as good as uh, uh, The Hangover, like, performance-wise, and his character is funny. And it's it's a lot like um, Between Two Ferns. He has like, a twin brother that has, like, the same voice, if you've seen Between Two Ferns, when he has his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but the weird thing is, end credits, and you see... Created by Zach Alfanakis and Louis C.K. It's like, oh. Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> He's banned. Like, you can't. I tried to see, like, oh, is Louis on here? No. You can't find that show anywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing a, a season two through four, 100% Rotten Tomatoes. For season what? one, 71. For what? Baskets. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's good. It's Bakersfield, and it's like funny that a show set in Bakersfield. Yeah, it's pretty strange. All right, now the last thing, and this is what I'm going to recommend Tony watch. Okay. It season two is coming this week, so I was like, oh, I never finished out season one, and that is what we do in the shadows, the television series. Oh, okay. And I have to say, it's definitely worth watching. It's not going to be as good, good, but it's still really good. They have an ad for that on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, Wednesday, four fifteen. That's tomorrow. Yeah. But today yeah, is they still, listening. They still have a lot of like guest stars that come in that are good, and yeah, it's just it's 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 funny, and it, uh, Sean would enjoy. They have the same song to do the credits. <laughs> Honestly, what we do in the shadows is just something I'd like to rewatch again, just in general. You're I, dead. I like, you're dead. Is that song, Andy? Like, yeah. Google yeah. Google images of virgins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's still. <laughs> yeah, I really love the. Oh, uh, God, I really want to watch that now. With the one character, you know, how, do you remember there was the the familiar, like the human that was like their assistant, the lady. Yeah. So in this one, it's there's like a, a guy that's in that role, and he's great. Hmm. So. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. If you enjoyed the movie. Ninety-seven and ninety-four. And the new season is sitting at a hundred percent. I don't know how they can, but yeah, three people watched it or something. Yeah, pretty good. And yeah, like, like pretty much everything that's ever been on FX that is available on Hulu. Season two is only five episodes, though. Uh, I don't think so. It's probably just what they have now. Like just five episodes on, uh, or maybe they had to stop maybe. it. You know, ten episodes, uh, season one. Because uh, maybe they were in the middle of filming it and they had to stop. That happened to shows. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll fire these up as well. Uh, Going to start with season one, though. But we did enjoy that movie a whole lot. Yeah. All right. And, uh, uh, the, and- the people are not, like, they're involved. Like, I was thinking yeah. about it. Like, I was like, oh, 
Taika Waititi is so busy, he can't be like doing this. And then like the next episode is like directed by Taika Waititi. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, from All Face right. Time or something. Yeah. Is that the guy from A Flight of the Concords or something? Taika Waititi is the main guy. He's Jojo Rabbit and uh, yeah. Taylor. Directed he's, Thor, he's, he's directed yeah. the Mandalorian. Like he's yeah, busy he's as hell. Loaded <laughs> oh, okay. being in the movie, but oh, very good. Uh, anything else to add before we wrap up uh, this episode? Uh, that's it for me. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 166 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me in studio. We had Tony Katz. Yes. Thank you for uh, listening during these times, and uh, we hope that there's a. Uh... Some light at the end of this tunnel here. It looks like things are getting better instead of worse, so that's good. And then hopefully, uh, at least sometime in the near future, it'll at least be allowed, maybe even if things aren't completely open yet, it'll at least be allowed to have our beautiful voice of Andy back in here with us. Yeah. And I was enjoy some trolley and uh, a beer. Uh, with uh, I want to get one of those, those passes. They're like, maybe we can have those immunity passes saying you already had it. Yeah, you already did have this. I we probably did. Yeah, yeah, so that's shit this out nine weeks ago, Andy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's off road hearing, uh, across and, town. And Andy, when you do come back, I think it'll, it's going to have to be more than a beer. I think we're going to take a, some celebratory whiskey shots. Well, where do you even buy that? What? There might be shortages of whiskey. Yeah, they I close off the, the Kentucky border. Well, we'll get it while we can, man. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah. Uh, I don't mean to say, oh, yeah. All right, you uh, well, you guys one stay last healthy. Thing. Oh, oh, one boy. last thing. He waited. It's very important. Okay. Remember, kill the messenger. We'll be watching it. It's available on Netflix. We'll be watching it, discussing it next week. Oh yeah, that's your homework, Alrighty. listener. All right. Well, we will see you later. Stay safe. <laughs>